Hi, my name is Josh Hanabury, and welcome to the Truck Focus Podcast. At the Truck Focus Podcast, our mission is simple. I want to connect transportation industry leaders to the industry to help create a pivotal change. Over the last decade, I've been fortunate to connect with several transportation industry leaders that have had a positive impact on my life, and I look forward to connecting them with you. Hey everyone, Josh Hannabray here, your host of the Truck Focus Podcast. In today's episode, I'm really excited as I speak to my buddy Jack McRoberts, Creative Director, on some of the key components that go into the success of a communications platform, just like the Truck Focus Podcast. So throughout Jack's journey, he's been very hands-on with creating exceptional experiences for others through audio and video production, show creation, growing social media channels, and so much more, just like platforms like BCB live, which I'm a huge fan of. So if this is the first time you've ever checked out a Truck Focus podcast, I really do welcome you to our community and to our dedicated listeners. I just wanted to continue to say thank you so much for your investment of time. Make sure that you like this episode and share it out as I know Jack shares some really key insights that those in the creative space could really implement. I look forward to the impact this conversation is going to have. Let's get to it. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Truck Focus Podcast. Super jacked for my conversation today with my buddy, Jack, um, who's actually, for us in Canada, quite far south, down in the Texas area, which I think is pretty phenomenal. And uh, yeah, Jack, so he's a creative director, all sorts of cool stuff that he gets. So he's actually taught me a lot in this whole podcast journey, too, is, yeah, he navigates through his career, which is really exciting. And yeah, I'm just super happy to have you on, man. Welcome. Hey, thank you very much, Josh. I appreciate you having me on. And uh, it's great to be here with you. It's awesome. I appreciate it. So kind of give us a rundown. Who is Jack? And if you can give us a little bit of the backstory on just your journey. Obviously, we're going to be talking a little bit on podcasting, on TV, on all that good stuff. But give us a rundown of who you are. So my, uh, I graduated back in May of last year. And before that, I had been an intern for the Dallas Cowboys and as well as Texas Christian University doing athletic marketing. So all things video, social media wise, everything from creating content to running events. So that would be running the boards, you know, doing audio at stadiums, running the ring banners, all kinds of cool stuff. And actually during my time at TCU, that's when I got involved uh, with BCB Live, where I built out or really they already had a studio, but said, to Rick Larkin, who owns uh, BCB Live. Hey, if you did a few things, you could take to the next level. And from here on out, now uh, he has a show uh, that goes on for five days or just five days a week, uh, once a day, streaming from 7 to 8 a.m. Central Standard Time. And he does all kinds of cool things with that show. And that's kind of where I'm at right now. On the side, I also do video production for other corporate companies and all sorts of things, marketing, web design, and video-wise. Crazy. I didn't actually know that about you. So, okay. So without going too deep in the NFL, um, tell me honestly, are you a Cowboys fan? Are you by choice or just because you happen to live there? No, I'm a Cowboys fan. Okay. And I could, it was great uh, being there and getting to work, you know, Cotton Bowl, uh, Rose Bowl, Monster Jam, Supercross, actual Cowboys games, you know, being one of the few people, because, you know, they, you can't, so the NBA, you know, you can be on courtside, 
but NFL games, you can't actually be on the field unless you're before or after the game. So, you know, getting to actually be on the field and this was pre Rona. So 80,000 people in the stands, 80,000 plus, and you're one of the few people that's actually on the field is a pretty cool thing as well as, you know, also doing, I did some high school games. So running boards out there and really just getting to play with all the gear. And that's, you know, something that I enjoy. Yeah. Oh, that's really cool. And, and again, that's a pretty, uh, I couldn't imagine, I don't think I've been in a stadium actually that big. So, but I, I I'm familiar with how large it is. So for me trying to piece that together in my mind being like, Holy smokes, that's pretty cool. But it's also a lot of responsibility because obviously if someone's singing the anthem and it starts going like screeching or whatever, like, ah, the world stops. So I could imagine. I, I could tell you, yeah, I could, I could tell you all sorts of things, but since this is a public podcast, I don't know <laughs> how much I could tell you. Right. Maybe, uh, maybe after the fact, we could talk more about, about all the if fans, you know, what happens if a technical issue occurs, what do we do? What, what goes down to prevent a technical issue, you know, habits of just always restarting the computers, you know, double checking things. It really taught, you know, brought in for me, since I'm not actually a broadcasting student, I was public relations. It taught me the discipline of, you know, what a professional environment is for broadcast as well as event production. Huge. Okay. So from there to connecting with Rick BCB live, which I'm a fan of the safest station in the nation. What was the process like then knowing from, I guess, the grand stages that you're in to those that aren't familiar with BCB live. Um, there it's a pretty, I'm a big fan. I like the platform. I love the energy. I love the mission, but what was it like for yourself then to go from say that level to, I love your guys' studio. I love the direction of where it's going. So what was that process like? And did you feel talking with Rick, things just kind of aligned? You're kind of like, yeah, okay. Okay. Like this makes sense. Or was it, again, we can go as deep or as shallow as we want, but so what does that look like? Yeah. I'll give you the background on it. I actually met, I met Brian, who's the co-owner of BCB Transport. All right. And I met him because I was actually live streaming baseball games during the the Rona or the pandemic, whatever it is, you know. And that summer, a lot of uh, MLB scouts couldn't couldn't travel, right? So we brought the game to them. And it wasn't, it was, you know, you have high school baseball, but these kids come from the top teams. You know, they have people from the Boston Red Sox, you know all over uh, Chicago Cubs, you know, looking at these kids. And so we were able to bring on a live, like we were able to pull in the, how fast the pitchers were throwing. We were able to throw that on the screen. Uh, We had, we had one camera, but it was enough to get the highlights so that the scouts could see them. And it gave uh, these guys access that a lot of other um, guys out there trying to, show off so they could take it to the next level. We gave them, um, a step up. And so anyways, I met Brian, uh, Brian's wife, Cynthia through that. And she's like, Oh, we have a trucking company. And I was like, okay, here's my car. And I was like, I didn't really think much of it. Right. And then I go out there and I ended up shooting an overview video for them. And I saw that they had a studio and I was like, Hey guys, you got, you know, I talked to Rick, you could do a few things, just not a lot of money, but you know, here's a small budget right now. And you could really amp it up because I saw what they were currently doing. They had like three iPads and they're trying to sync them together. I'm like, 
why wouldn't you just do a live setup and then they're already synced up and then you just hit record, do the show and then stop record. And then you pack it all up and you got a finished product and you don't have to do all this syncing and time. So really try to make their life more efficient and adding in the lighting, which was a stage two of the studio and really cleaning up things. And, and finally stage three, which was re adding in the, the video or the giant board on the back of the giant touchscreen, 85 inch Samsung board that we use and putting up a brick wall and doing some decorations. Looks so slick. And that's really cool. And I think from an athlete's perspective too, that, uh, yeah, just watching like my, my son's not a, he's not even in high school yet, but he's a student athlete at his level. And when sports were taken away and you hear the grumblings throughout the school and I worked this long for this pandemic to happen and my entire life is over. It's like, no, 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 no. You're making their dreams still a reality. I think that's really cool. And I like that you said, bringing the game to them because I think far too often throughout that whole process, people are like that. That's it. You can't do it anymore. It's like, yeah, you can. You just got to get creative. So again, creative director really aligns, I'd say, with your ability. What would you say then has been the toughest obstacle as a creative director you've had to overcome collectively in your journey? I would say the, the some of the toughest obstacles are uh, Rick, and he's always challenging me, you know, to do to do things. He's like, oh yeah, just just do this. And but he doesn't realize that to do that requires you know, doing this, 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 and this, and which is fine, but I have to explain to him like, no, wouldn't you just be able to, let's see, for example, I'm trying to, I'm trying to find something, but, oh, you know, one of the biggest challenges would have been, how do we bring in audio? How do we bring in the driver audio? So we have like a real-time call feature. So what we did is we routed out the headphone audio, plugged that back into the mixer. So it's kind of like a circle. And we still use this. This isn't the ideal way. But there's no way to take Zoom or GoToWebinar or any of these meeting softwares uh, when other people are talking, route that in. And it's not for the drivers to hear because the drivers can hear themselves. But it's for people on YouTube to hear because we discovered, oh, no one can hear the drivers on YouTube or LinkedIn. And that, that itself took like a week just to figure it out. And then, you know, doing audio buses and figuring out how that would route on and then putting that into the process of, hey, when a driver talks, turn on but turn on input eight, but that if you're playing back the video, you got to turn it off. So just really playing with it. And that was probably, a, that was a big challenge. That was just, how do we hear the drivers, right? Sounds small, but it's a difficult process, especially since we're such limited on, the size of the studio and having to do things like that. But it's great now. It sounds like a talk show. You just unmute them and they're in. You don't have to do a call-in system or anything crazy like that. Slick, man. Yeah, that is slick. And that, I think after the fact, especially if it's a good conversation, you're like, shoot, because you miss half of it. Yeah, that would have been a, like a, for me, I call it my forehead sweat moment. So, uh-oh, what do you do? And then obviously navigating it. So it's good that you're resourceful to say, well, Okay, a little bit of time, a little bit of trial and error. But yeah, okay, I can see that being a, a good frustration to or a good obstacle to overcome. What would you say has been then again in your perspective as a creative director, your biggest win that you've been able to experience then? Win would be just the show itself, or you know, I would say the first 30, 30 minutes of the show, a good day 
a good win is we have a good solid interview. Everything works right. We're not having, and when I say everything works right, everything on the guests and because we bring in all of our guests and then taking that to LinkedIn and posting it and it gets, you know, 1500 views, you know, six or 700 minutes of watch time and just kind of blowing up on there. And that that's really cool. And we have a really good conversation, a lot of engagement. That's, that's a win for me because I can see that. And that's what I look for. And what I, what I strive for is those great interviews that we have. And it, and it, it and when we have them, it means we grow. Uh, if it's their company, they get a little bit of growth on it on their side and it just gets our numbers up. And that's the, the overall goal is to get outreach. Nice. Yeah, that's awesome. And I agree. The engagement part, I call it a pivotal impact where you know the effort that went into it is creating a difference. And yeah, I can definitely relate to that for sure. What was uh, your experience like? I know you guys were down in Vegas a couple weekends ago. Um, I forget the name of the truck show, but I do know it's quite big down in the States. But what was the, yeah, what's it called? And what was your guys' truck. experience like? So it was Truckload Carriers Association. And we had a booth. I wouldn't say down, I would say out West. For, well, for you, it'd be down, right? Yeah. But uh, out West. And that was, that was a challenge just from, I have so many things going on and making sure everything lined up, but you know, it did line up getting out there. I think that was a 14 hour day getting that set up. And it probably wasn't a good thing that, uh, that guy helping me and I, we, 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 we got off the plane and it was like eight 30. I'm like, Oh, what are we going to do for like three hours? So I, you know, we kind of explored whatever, had some food and then we were kind of in a food coma like, Oh man, now we got to set up. And I think I walked 14 miles that day, just back and forth from, everything. It was just crazy. Having to lug around a heavy backpack with my camera, but the end pro we had some great interviews. We had uh, John Kingston on from freight waves and Rick and him. They talked a little bit of freight. We pulled up the, uh, what was it? Sonar software, which if you're not familiar with sonar, think of it as like, well, it's on a Bloomberg terminal, but it's expensive software, but it gives you all the data analytics firsthand. So it's kind of like a Bloomberg terminal even though it's on the terminal, but whatever, it's that uh, software you can use to, to predict uh, where the market's going, where the market has been, and really see numbers from across the country. And so that was great. We had some other people on, like Drivers of the Year. We had David Heller on from the TCA, who still hasn't accepted my friend request on LinkedIn, even though we had him on and I talked to him and Except our interns, but not mine. So whatever. I don't know what that is. He probably just doesn't know who I am or anything, you know, posted his interview, but I had thrown shade here, but yeah, no, he, but he was great. Uh, we love, that was an awesome interview that we had Rick and Dave. And then I would say, you know, when we first started, we didn't really figure out the angles because Rick and Dave like to be center stage, but then we realized, no, no, you guys need to go on like the outside which is hard to tell them, right? Because they're the host and you don't want to hurt their feelings. But we put them on the outside and then Stuart, uh, who was helping me, he brought his camera. So we had two shot, two angle thing. And you can actually check it out on BCB Live's uh, LinkedIn page, or you could go to the YouTube or, or whatnot. And our, so those interviews came out great. They sounded great. There were people moving in the background. It was really refreshing to do something other than just being at the studio with a stale wall. and. Yeah, that was, that was great. We had a lot of interest in it after the, you know, doing the next one might be, you know, 
Rick, Dave, myself, we all learned how to do that, but it is possible. I mean, we're the only ones there that were doing live video. You know, some people are doing radio and I'm not dissing anyone else. I was just, we're the only ones doing, having like a live show, switching cameras. And, and we're probably the only ones there because it was hard. It was a lot of work to do that, uh, getting the gear, coordinating it, hoping that it didn't get lost or, you know, damaged. So yeah, TCA, great, great event for uh, BCB Live. It's awesome, man. Yeah, and it's great for your journey too, because I think going where no man's gone before, bushwhacking and saying, you know what, we're going to figure it out because as we were saying off camera, a lot can be done with a cell phone. And it's just like, but that's not what you want. You want the full experience. So the fact that you guys set up shop, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, yes, you could do a lot with the phone and, and granted, actually you shouldn't dis discount the power of an iPhone with its cameras and, and things like that, but you can't take in for audio inputs. You can't overlay, right. You, as far as the live streaming goes, I, there's, there's a physical limit of what you could do now. What you could do is you could probably have wireless mics on it. You could have someone else going around the conference and it could be an aid to the show, right? You'd be like, all right, we have a phone with like the 5G. So it's got a strong connection, you know, sending it across the room or, or whatnot. Now that that's something you could do. I would say it's more of a, more of an aid, but if you want to take it to the next level, and I will say we probably aren't the first, we're not the first, right. To do the live streaming, but we're one of the only ones there. And I do know that there's another group out there that does a podcast and I'm trying to, th- I'm trying to remember what the name is. It, it'll come to me real quick. Um, but, you know, they were also at Max. They were live streaming. And here, let me, let me look it up real quick. If you don't yeah. mind, just a second. Yeah. yeah no um, Cause I don't want to discount it. Butch is the one who, oh, Freightworks. That's the name of the, the shipping company that they do or that they have. But if you give me a second. Life by the Mile. I'm sorry, it just it just blanked on me. So Life by the Mile by Freightworks. They were at Matt's. They did a cool thing. I think they have one camera. I'm not. I'm not dissing you. I just we had to have two cameras. That was the requirements from the big man. So that those are those little things. I just had an extra camera, right? But uh, it, it really makes makes a huge difference. And uh, T, so TCA was great. I didn't get to actually really do do much till the third day because we were that busy. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, I was going to say from everything that I've seen, it was nonstop. And the quality of content, the conversations, like Rick and Dave, honestly, a really good conversationalist. They understand industry, they care about industry. So for them to chat, it's really cool. But it's knowing everything else that goes on behind the scenes, in front, setup, looking at lighting, all of those things. They're so crucial to the overall, I guess, expectation as a listener, but then the quality that you expect as the director. So it's really cool to see that it all did come together and long days, probably lost a little bit of weight and, <laughs> and all that good stuff. Maybe. Walk it and, but yeah, no, that's, that's cool, man. That's good. So I would, I would like to say also that our interns were really helpful in, in getting that content out. You know, I, I didn't think about that. That was something, you know, going forward is, Hey, we need some people there that are actually posting it because I'm there pushing buttons. Stuart's behind the camera. I'm also assisting whatever need other needs are out there. And then we had the interns, uh, Raven and Bryce. They were back at at the studio in Mansfield, pushing out the content. 
And we had to have that content go out right away. You know, you can't just, you can't just sit there and wait. Yeah, I agree. And that's always a question too, is how much posting and how much recirculation and how much updates it's like, well, the more competition you have, okay, you got to get creative, what you're doing, but you got to be seen and you're right. You can't, Oh, I'll post it in six weeks around. It's like, no one's thinking about it in that moment. They're thinking they're jacked, they're buzzing. They want to share it too. So yeah. And the TCA booth is right over there. So I just walked over like, Hey, I need you guys to reshare my stuff. Cause they have a lot of followers. I know it sounds kind of pushy, but yeah, I think they have like 28,000 followers. So why not? Their social media person was right over there. And I was like, Hey, can you share it? So, oh yeah. I got the LinkedIn account. I'm like, okay, find it. Basically did it for <laughs> That's good though. That's effective. But, and you need to do that. But that's why you got to be there. You got to, you got to have it up. I mean, if it wasn't up, you couldn't have shared it right then. So I'm very grateful that we had that, had that help to get that done and it, it stays relevant and, you know, also I actually think the camera, well, we were using a nicer camera uh, versus not saying the ones we have in the studio are nice, but like an actual camera with a, a solid lens on it. And so you got that really good depth of field. And I was like, wow, this looks really, it looks better than what we are used to in the studio, which means the studio probably needs a refresh in terms of set design and, and lighting ideas. Yeah, man, it's constant. So you also mentioned that you do stuff on the side. You do consulting, directing. Can you talk about that a little bit more? Like, what does that look like from your perspective? So from my perspective, I'll do anything from podcast setup as well. So if you have, if you have a, if you want to take your podcast to the next level, multi-cam, you want to stream on multiple platforms at once, you want to integrate automations into creating graphics, whether that's uh, live uptight, updating data, uh, headlines, lower thirds, you know, ways to improve processes for your podcast. That's something that I've, that I've taken away from this. I also do video production on the side. Stuart and I, we work together on projects like what you saw at TCA. I do a little bit of web design, nothing crazy, but enough, just the basics. If you're looking for something or, or just have questions and yeah, that's kind of the rundown. I, I'm a little bit all over the place, but I'm still trying to, since I'm so young, I'm still trying to figure out what it is that I truly enjoy. Cause I like it all, but what's the one thing that I really like. Good. So if people are interested, what's the best way that they can get in contact with you? So the best way is you can find me on LinkedIn. You can shoot me a message, uh, Jack McRoberts. And then you could also email me at Jack at Copano technologies.com Copano spelled C O P A N O technologies.com. So Jack at Copano technologies.com. You also go to Copano technologies.com and you can find me there and you can connect with me. Uh, that's my website. And you can see some of the work that I've done there as well. I don't have a LinkedIn page yet working on it. So, I mean, LinkedIn business page, I have my personal page, but you know what I mean? Yeah. That's a journey, man. And when you're, I'm a massive checklist guy. And when you always have those say 200 things to do in a day and you're like, well, I got 30% done. That's still a lot through obviously the course of a year, but yeah, that's good to see it. I'll make sure to include all the links in the show notes as well too. So Jack, buddy, honestly, super Jack. I like Jack. That, that actually worked really well. I'm happy for you. And Thank I you. like the fact, oh man, absolutely. You're crushing it. And I, again, I didn't know that about your backstory and just, 
again, I'm watching you. So see, those are listening. You should hop on YouTube and check this out because watching Jack's face when he's talking about process, he's talking about impact. He's talking about things that really do matter in this entire space. You're like, not, man, it's really cool. I call it your passion moment where I'm like, okay, you give a, sh- or you give a crap. So yeah, go ahead. I'll say one more thing too. I like, I like the industry as well. The trucking and logistics industry, you know, people are yeah, very nice, always willing to to help. And, you know, like being at TCA and meeting everyone, it was a great, it was a great crowd to be with. And it's something that I think doesn't get covered or it used to not get covered as much in terms of the transportation and logistics side. And you kind of see freight waves are the ones dominating because the only ones that have a, sh- have a whole TV show, a whole you know, tons of journalists just dedicated to it. And it's actually something that's more relevant now than ever. And will probably likely be that way uh, because it's opened everyone's eyes to it, uh, to just transportation logistics, whether you're in Canada, whether in the United States, wherever you are, even Europe. I I think we gave, uh, we gave out some swag. A guy hasn't emailed us, but he gave out some swag and he's in South Africa. Actually, no, I think he did. I think we're going to do an interview with him. So he'll take a picture, our mug in South Africa. But it's a great, it's a great community. And it's one that I like doing work for. Good. Yeah. And well, we don't have time to dive into the misconceptions of industry, but the best part's the people, you're right. And the fact that, well, I like to say we're all human. So we all can act like a human and through human features, we like relationships. So it's nice from your perspective, though, that you see that because that's the drum I beat as hard as I can is no, 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 no. Screw hierarchy. We're human. And it's yeah, you can take that approach in operation and safety and whatever. But yeah, I'm uh, it's nice to see your journey. I'm excited to see where you go. And it's nice that you do a lot of things as you figure out, okay, what's the niche that I really want to stick with? Just because, yeah, all those skill sets really do help. So, but yeah, buddy, I do appreciate the fact that you hopped on and yeah, just thank excited you. for your journey, man. Absolutely. So have a good rest of your day. And thanks again. All right. Thank you. Have a good day. You too, bud. Bye. Hey, Jack, honestly, thank you so much for hopping on the Truck Focus podcast today, as well as for highlighting different parts of your journey and explaining what goes into creating an exceptional communications platform. So anytime that you've shared advice with myself, just in our conversations, I've always tried to implement it. And you've honestly shared some key things today that I'm excited to implement as well. So my encouragement to you, if you have a question that you really want Jack to answer, or maybe you're looking to do some work with Jack, possibly as a consultant, then I highly recommend that you connect with him on LinkedIn or contact him directly via email, which I've included in the show notes, because again, he's just been super valuable in so many people's journeys. And I just think he could be a value for you. So before you leave again, I just wanted to say thank you so much to our dedicated listeners for checking out the Truck Focus podcast, as well as if this is the first time you've ever listened to one of our episodes, I really welcome you to our community. And I hope that you got a lot of value from today because I know I sure did. So again, before you leave, ask that you like this episode and share it out because I know a lot of people are entering the creative space. They're trying to think of different ways that they can just up their game if it's on social media, on having their voice heard. And I believe a lot of what Jack shared today could be implemented. So again, thank you so much. And as always, let's create a pivotal impact. Well, friends, that's all for today's episode. Thank you for taking the time to listen, as I hope today's episode brought amazing value for you. If this is the first time that you've ever listened to the Truck Focus podcast, I just wanted to say thanks. I encourage you to subscribe to our podcast channel to ensure you're notified of all of our upcoming episodes. To all of our dedicated listeners, thank you. 
This journey has been incredible so far. And it honestly is because of all of your support and encouragement that you've shown along the way. And as I like to say, the greater the following, the greater the impact. And because of you, our impact is growing across the transportation sector. As always, if you found value in today's episode, I do encourage you to share with others in your network that you believe would receive value from listening. Your support means so much. So the Truck Focus podcast is brought to you by Pivotal Transportation Industry Solutions, a company focused on connecting transportation industry leaders to the industry to help create a pivotal change. To learn more about the Truck Focus podcast, please visit the show notes. You can connect with us on social, visit our website, sign up to our monthly newsletter, and so much more. If you do happen to visit our website, I encourage you to check out the Truck Focus blog, learn more about our industry strategic partners, view our online training, and more. Furthermore, if you have a question or a topic that you would like to be discussed or reviewed in a future episode, feel free to send me an email. I've, I've also included my email in the show notes. So I just wanted to say thank you so much again for taking the time to listen to the Truck Focus podcast, where again, our goal is simple. We want to connect industry leaders to the industry to help create a pivotal change. I hope you have a safe day and let's create a pivotal impact.